The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. This is the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. And it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. And we had an incredible weekend out around Evergreen Park. You're going to hear Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Public Library at his big event that he had been promoting for weeks here on this show. Uh, He had been down here talking about it. It was a micro-marathon where people earned a .262 sticker and sampled all kinds of craft beers from not only this direct area right here, but further out around Chicagoland. I I was there. It was a big event, live band, music there, big crowd. You're going to hear it coming up here on this show. I was also at Open Outcry's Oktoberfest this past weekend. That was a blowout. That was a big party. We had a big tent there. Some of you are new listeners who are discovering the EP podcast because you saw us out there. Welcome into the show. You'll hear from not only John, but his brewer. I don't know if we've ever had Eric Padilla on. Local guy, just hired this year, became the head brewer over at Open Outcry. We're going to talk about coming home, a homecoming to this area where he now brews beer right up the street from where you live. And the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band in this basement, this show, right here, joining me at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. They've got a big benefit coming up at Bourbon Street. We will hear from them. As I mentioned, this episode brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They're over in that iconic building over in 95th and Pulaski. You've seen it before. They invest in the Evergreen Park community. After all, they love this area as much as you do. Plus, they got that total access checking account. You get free ATMs nationwide. That means whatever ATM you use, no matter what the fee, they pay the fee back into your account. And they're giving you a $300 bonus with qualifying activities paired with their mobile banking tools and award-winning customer service. Switching to a true community bank has never been easier. Start banking locally today at bankevergreenpark.com slash $300. $100 required to open. No minimum monthly balance or monthly maintenance fees. You must use the link to apply, member FDIC. Evergreen Park's second annual Oktoberfest coming up this Saturday. We will preview that ahead on this show. The EP podcast will be out there, plus everything else going on in and around Evergreen Park coming up for you. But as I mentioned, I was out at the Micro Marathon, the Evergreen Park Public Library, through a really, really good party this past Saturday night. Frank Murray was wandering around his own party, and I found out that he hadn't sampled all of the breweries. So I tried to help him along. When I heard the library was throwing a party, I figured 12 people, maybe 13. Like, I I love you, Frank, but I I just didn't expect a massive crowd out here for the micro-marathon. Good for you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I was thinking maybe 14 or 15 myself, but hey, you know, we got a, wow, there's a lot of people here. We're looking at uh, 200 people. This has been a fantastic event. A lot of support out here for the library. We love it. 
and you have all these breweries and you have these cider places like I, I've tried a few of them so far you got a nice band here in the background you got Joey's Red Hots off to the side serving food you got the tent out here it's beautiful out here it's a great night for it yeah and I was actually thinking it was going to be 95 degrees because you know we get those random uh, 95 degree days and I'm yeah. like oh we're going to be sweltering sweating and there's going to be no ice but no it's it's been a beautiful evening so what we're going to do here is you have all these breweries here and you just told me you have not had a beer I've had a couple from Eris. I have yet to see, uh, I've had to, yet to try Banging something Gable? from Banging Gavel. All yeah. right, let's try them out here. They're out of Tinley Park. You know that they're a new brewery when the owner's standing here. Yes. Ready to give you a beer, okay? So what's your name, man? Kyle. Banging Gavel's brand new out of Tinley, right? That's correct. All right, so uh, Frank Murray here is from the library, and he told me that he's thirsty. Can we get him a sample? Oh, I think we can make that happen. What kind of beer are we having? We've got our Legalese Hellas. All right, let's pour it up. I'm actually drinking the exact same thing, Frank. Are you really? Oh, yeah, There yeah. we go. What do you think of this? This is delicious. I love how you sniff it like you're like uh, well, like some sort of connoisseur. Um, for some reason, I'm going with bread. Bread? 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 He thinks there's bread. Uh, there's no bread. Yeah, I didn't think there was bread. Notes of fresh baked bread. Oh, you're reading the... He's reading the sign. Well, okay, no stuff, but there's no actual bread in the beer. No, I know there's no bread in the beer. You know that. I know that. He's a librarian. He doesn't know that. Okay, we'll yeah. give him that, I guess. Yeah, it's terrible. Notes it's, of bread, Chris. Notes yeah, of bread. Yeah, notes of bread. Notes yeah. Of bread. All, right, all right, you're ridiculous. You have this event. The mayor was over here pouring beer. Kelly has to have a clone. At least one. At least one. She is everywhere, and I think that's what makes Evergreen Park so special. Right now, I'm about 60%. I go to 60% of events. The other 40%, I, I refuse. She goes to 100% of events around here. I, I believe that. She's, like, she's I mean, everywhere. I can't be at everything. She can be at everything. She is. And she is. She's everywhere. By the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a secret. Yeah. I got my .262 marathon sticker. Yep. I did not run. You didn't run? Or walk. You promised you were going to sprint. Somebody just gave it to me. <laughs> I'm just keeping it. I'll put it in my car. Put it on there and wear it proud, Chris. I'm going to wear it proud. Wear it proud. Yeah, I, I'm sure I walked that far from my car to get here. So <laughs> what does this event actually do for the library? Let's be serious for a moment. When you have these big events, you get the community out here. Right. What does this actually bring to the library? Yeah, so this is this is exactly it. It's all about community, right? Bringing people together to celebrate their community and their library. What this will do ultimately for the library is the proceeds raised for this event will go towards things that the library normally can't afford out, uh, inside its normal budget. So we're talking about things that uh, this foundation has already sponsored, like our fish tank, the quiet reading room that was recently uh, rededicated in honor of our former library director, Nikki Seidel, the trichedelic bike, your favorite. Um, and this year- and Which I've never future, seen. You, oh, come on. Like, really? How is it not riding around here tonight? It's literally at every event, and it's right inside the door. All right, well. All right, we'll get, okay. Chris is going to see it, everybody. Like, I'll donate $5 to the library if I can ride it around the block. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> there we go. Uh, revenue generating idea yeah, brought to you by you Chris Lanuti. Right, ride the bike. All right. Um, but this year we're looking for, we're going to be, the foundation will be sponsoring uh, scholarships to Career Online High School, which gets uh, adults 18 and older the opportunity to go back and get their accredited high school diploma. And then we're also going to be looking at acquiring some makerspace equipment. And what's been amazing about this event is when we went out and got um, sponsorships for it, we talked with OSF. And in those conversations, they have been generous enough to, to donate and purchase a 3D printer to the library. 
So we're, we'll be having 3D printing design and printing classes coming up very soon. You know, it's one of the things that people in Evergreen Park, I don't think, appreciate enough. The Evergreen Park Public Library really has so much to offer everybody in the community. Frank, you've really picked up the torch that was left by your predecessor and really run with it. This is a great event. I see so many people out here tonight. Excellent job, my friend. Thanks, Chris. And that means a lot because Nikki is, uh, she's one of my uh, personal and professional heroes. You know, she's she set a fantastic example, and that's a, I love that compliment. Thank you well, very much. You're, you're my hero. All right, we got to set the bar a little higher for you. <laughs> As the Stockyard Kilty Band sets up here, and we're going to be talking to them in a moment about a big benefit coming up, I want to remind you about Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. They are a local Evergreen Park business that wants to help you switch to a new age of life. It's all about staying independent and in the home. I've had friends that have had these conversations already in their family. Is it time to move mom or dad into an assisted living facility? There are folks trying to figure out if they can stay independent and in their own home. The technological advances of the last five or 10 years make it far more possible. And Hyatt Home Medical Equipment right here in Evergreen Park has been right at the forefront of all of this. They have not only the best when it comes to sleep apnea care and CPAP machines and diabetes control, but they can set up your home like a smart home. Apps that open and close doors. They can reduce fall risk when you move throughout the house. They can retrofit the bathtub. They can set up things on the stairways. It keeps you inside of the home and the insurance works with you and they work with the insurance companies. Plus, if you mention the EP podcast, you get additional money off. Again, it's all about staying independent and in the house. Where else would you rather be at this stage of life? You can jump on the internet and see everything they have to offer at hhme.com or stop in and see them today. They're right here in your neighborhood, 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. A reminder that October is an entire month of listener feedback for the EP podcast. We're already starting to get some really interesting ideas. Folks telling me what they like, what they'd like to see a little less of, things they'd like me to add that I've never even thought of before. I've already got like several pages in a notebook of just ideas that I've gotten off of the ideas that you're sending me. That I'm just sitting there going, oh, wow, we could do this and we could change the show a little bit this way and still keep basically the thing that you love about the EP podcast. But it's all about after four years, just trying to find a way to keep it fresh and make sure that you like your local podcast, your 30 minutes of good here for Evergreen Park. If you have an idea, a thought, a criticism, don't worry, I have thick skin. Reach out to me at theeppodcast.com. You can leave me a voice message. I would prefer that. I would love to, to hear somebody yell at me or tell me how wonderful I am. Probably yell at me, though. Or you can just write me a message. You can hit us up on social media as well. You can do it in public, like just comment so everybody can see it. Or you can send me a direct message. There's so many ways to reach out. But I would love to hear from you as we enter our fifth year in Evergreen Park. And uh, I just want the show to continue to grow and be strong and be there for each and every one of you. Are you, are you guys ready? All right. Hopefully they're ready for this upstairs in my house. Hit it, boys.
it's kind of a, a weird time of the year to listen to uh, bagpipe music, but uh, I have the Stockyard Kilty Band down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Chris, Dave, how are you guys doing? Well today, Chris. Yeah, I like having you guys around here. Um, uh, there must be an occasion, though, for you to be down here in my basement. Because, I, look, I, I generally expect you around the high holiday, like in March. <laughs> uh, that's what I, I expect that. I expect... You know, the the big events. I, I expect you guys to be out with the bagpipes. Do you do you play them year round? I mean, is it do you do you get like a big off season for them or do you find yourself always playing something? You know, like right now, like between Labor Day and and the holy day. The high holy day. The high holy That's day. That's how my grandmother used to <laughs> refer to it. It's kind of our downtime, but there's still things that come up. We still uh we still have events. We still play weddings. Uh, we're going to have some parades coming up, like in Blue Island and things like that, Festival of Lights. So It's not all like funerals, is it? No, no, I always no, like no. feel like Thank that's, that would that's be... when I see most of my bagpipe and outside of March is at a funeral. <laughs> you know, they're all lined up. Everybody's real sad. And you're like, oh, here come the pipes. Everybody cries a little bit. That's like the only time I ever hear you guys outside of March, generally. So you get to do other things. Right? We do get to do other things. Okay. Like we're, uh, we're playing a wedding uh, this Saturday for uh, an old member. His son's getting married. So, yes, we do do. But the weddings you usually don't hear outside this time of year. So that's, you know, right. unfortunately, you hear the, the pipes for the funerals and stuff. So. That's why you do hear it. You're not like the main band at weddings, though, right? I mean, you just make an appearance, you play one or two songs, you get out, right? Yes. Okay. Listen, I've been, this next year will be 40 years I've been around the band. I couldn't stand bagpipes for a whole night at a wedding, you know? You, right. you want them, like, the, for 10, 15 minutes, bring the, bring the bride and groom in and celebrate, but... Even I couldn't take it for that long. So, yeah, no, we just do a, a brief start. Just and that's a brief it. one. You get in, you get out. Exactly. You're done. Yeah, leave them wanting more, as like my dad used to say. Right, right. That's that, that's what they normally feel yeah. like. Man, if only we could have more bad pipes at this wedding. Well, it's funny that you'll call you like, you know, so you know, they ask for the price, you give it to them like, so what is that for two, three hours? And like, like, nobody wants to hear pipes for two or three hours at a wedding and everything. Yeah, you don't want that. That'd be a terrible idea. Uh, no offense to your craft. And, no, I, and I love you guys whenever you come it. marching along. Uh Chris, what, what, what do you guys have coming up? You, you have an event coming up. You were telling me this as we first sat down. I find this really interesting. You guys have something very close to your heart that you couldn't get done because the pandemic came along, and now you've finally been able to turn around and you're going to try to, to do this event. Tell people a little bit about it. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And, and I will just add that even though it is their downtime, the mu- musicians excuse me, in the band are very generous. So there's a lot of benefits that go on from time to time throughout the year that they volunteer to go and play to uh, you know help the cause and uh, uh, a couple of years ago we lost a, a very valued member of the band and uh, because of that the whole band just rallied around and said what can we do for his son and we all just said well, well we'll we'll get a benefit we'll do something to help him offset the cost of his future education and quite frankly with the pandemic every time Dave tried to, Dave and Matt McKee tried to you know hey we're gonna get this thing going it just got delayed and delayed but. We um, persevered and, you know, Dave and Matt wouldn't let it go. And because of them and their leader and the whole band just said, okay, we can do this thing. We're going to do it now. Who, who's the benefit for? Tell me the story a little bit about it. Brian Connery uh, grew up here, went to Evergreen High School. Uh, he was in the band for, what, he was joined when he was 10. And unfortunately, yes. he was 39 when he passed. We're doing this for his son, Logan. We're calling it Logan's Heroes. We're having it at Bourbon Street on October 15th at... Three to seven. 
and uh, proceeds are going to go towards his future educational costs and everything. Because uh, Logan, I think, was only like 10 or something when, when this happened. So, I mean, it's very tragic for him, for his wife, Deb, and for us. I mean, we were, we're like a family in the band. And 39 years old is way too young. And that, that's, oh a, that's a shocker right there, I'm sure. And, and then it happens right before... Uh, everything goes haywire in the world, and then you can't have a benefit. Right. And that's why I find it really just striking that as a group, the Stockyard Kilty Band says, okay, we still have to get back. We still have to do this. We couldn't have this event, but we have to get back. We have to do this because we got to take care of our own. I think that's commendable. Yeah, I, it's just, I mean, it's very nice of you to say, but it's it was just a no-brainer for us. You know, we couldn't not let this happen. You know, just even just to... Even if it wasn't raising money for Logan, it's just to celebrate his life. I mean, he was such, such a great guy. Yeah. What, what happens in a Stockyard Kilty Band benefit? Like, as we just talked about here, it's not going to be four hours of bagpipes, is it? <laughs> no, we're, not, we're, we're, we're just not, sponsoring the yeah, Okay, we're that's what I want to make. Hey, look, I got nothing against you. You want to get up there? You want to play one or two songs? That's fine. But if you're trying to tell people, come on out to this benefit and listen to four hours of bagpipes, I don't know how many people you're going to get in. Yeah, there. about a thousand. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> a thousand people just want to sit around and listen to bagpipes. A thousand people pay us not to play bagpipes. Maybe we make a fortune then. That's how you raise money right there. <laughs> Brilliant. So give me the details of the benefit. What can people get out of it? What's the cost? What, what, how are we running this thing? All right. So it's uh, $30 to get in. It's uh, $10 if you're uh, 6 to 20 and then it's free if you're under that. So for four hours, you get the the you know the, the typical uh, Bourbon Street benefit. You get the uh, buffet. You get draft beer. We're going to have a live band. There's going to be a DJ. It's going to uh, there will be a, a, a feature of the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band, the greatest band in the world. Right, <laughs> of course, because they're the greatest band in the world. Why wouldn't you feature them? Uh, no, but we're, there's also some basket raffles. There's uh, split the pot raffles. We're going to have you know uh, I believe they're going to do some you know uh, um, auctioning things like. I just, you know, we just got four 100 uh, level tickets to the Hawks game, you know, later in the year. And so we're going to just, re- you know, put those off and be, uh, highest bidder gets some different things like that. Just everything is getting donated uh, and it's all going purely to uh, to Brian's son. All right. And, and will there be uh, challenge coins uh, used at this? I remember I picked up. a. I have one here at my bar, so don't challenge me. OK, I'm OK. Ready. OK. But I mean, I know that the, the Stockyard Kilty Band uses these coins. Uh, are people going to be whipping these things out here? Do I have to make sure if I get to the event, do I have to have mine on me? I don't want to, I don't end up having to buy an entire round for the bar. No, we're not going to do the challenge coins. We'll do okay. shirts, uh, you know, um, little things like that, but no challenge coins for this one. Okay. Unless but, of course, Chris, after the benefit, you happen to bleed out into the bar where we actually have to pay for our drinks. Oh, there, then all of a sudden, case, yeah, then you better have that. that. Yeah, you might just... be armed with it by then. Otherwise... I'm going to find you that I'll make sure yeah. I have mine with yeah. me and everything. Yeah, I totally expect that. It, when you <laughs> when you guys get together, like I know that you have your uniform just like a marching band would have, right? Like you have your uniform when you, have, you just like a band would have. Yours is the, has got the kilt, of course. Yes. And you got the bagpipes and you're going along. Do you have like a like a casual uniform? Like when you guys get together as a group, like for meetings, do you have like, I, I mean, I just imagine just like, you know, like casual kilts. You see what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Not like full dress kilts with all this. It's just casual kilts. Do you have casual kilts? No. That's an it, idea for you right it's, there. It's not a bad idea. But right. We, uh, when we, you know, like if you, you can't see this on the radio. No, on the you podcast, can't. Nobody can see what your emotions are. But doing. I'm just telling you, I got one here. Yeah. Um, he's got a, he's got a shirt on that says Stockyard Kilty Band. And three, they, you know, three quarters. We don't wear it. We don't, we only have the one kilt that uh, we, okay. we wear for parades it's or jobs or whatever. Something to think about. Casual kilts, Chris. Well, we, rumor has it, rumor has it back in the day. 
you know, on Friday nights when they practice, it was just underwear only. But the, <laughs> since the women have been uh, allowed to enjoy the band, I think they've uh, frowned upon. Yeah, that. I would yeah, think that yeah. that would be frowned upon in this yeah. day and age. You know, women's lib. Yeah, you, can't, you can't <laughs> do know. it. So Times are a-changing. Times are a-changing. Oh, man. Back in my day, you could walk around in your underwear and nobody said a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I tell my kids when I walk around the house in my underwear all day long. It sounds like a, a great event It's uh, for a great cause, and uh, we're, we're happy to promote it here for you. Uh, give the, uh, the, the date, the time. I know it's at Bourbon Street, and how people, I, I would imagine you're selling in advance, or is everything at the door? Give me that. Both. We, we do have it on the band website. Uh, SYKB.com. So you can go there and uh, you can pull up the information okay. and you can order the tickets online. Or if you can't make it, but you would like to make a donation, the information is on there as well. But the event is October 15th. That's a Saturday, 3 to 7, Bourbon Street, 115 Bourbon Street. Uh, it's going to feature Big Richard and the Energy, the band. We're going to have a DJ there, DJ Reiko, I think. And of course, we said the Stockyard Kilty Band. It's $30 to get in, and uh, if you're 6 to 20, you're bringing your children, that's $10, and if anybody over under 5, under 6 is free. So it's going to be a great event, and really what, uh, more importantly, it's going to be going to be a celebration of Brian's life because uh, the man uh, lived his life to his fullest, he, and, and uh, I've always been grateful for how he uh, helped out my son when my son was in the band 16, you know, 15 and 14 when he was in the band, and uh you know, he'd have, he couldn't get a ride to a parade and this guy would just come pick him up. You know, just, it's just the crazy things like that, that, uh, made, uh, makes me very grateful to know, to have known him. And I'm looking forward to celebrating his life. So I hope everybody can join me. I'll buy a draft beer. There you go. From three to seven. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. And don't, don't doubt him on the beer thing because every single time this man comes over to my bar, he brings me Guinness, which is crazy. And this time he doubled up the amount of Guinness he brought me. He's like, Guinness for us to drink while we're doing the interview, and then Guinness for you later, Chris. <laughs> well, that's why I, you guys get to come out and play your, your bagpipes on the show. Well, we appreciate it. But yeah, I just felt bad this time because I, I tell you I'm bringing you Guinness, and then we all drink them before we leave. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Uh, so now, before I let you guys go, uh, it is Listener Feedback Month here on the EP Podcast. We're asking people what they want to hear more of, what they want to hear less of. Uh, do you think we have the proper amount of bagpipes on this show? Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. You know, yeah. bring out more that silent majority out there of bagpipe more lovers. Pipes. Who want, yeah, more pipes. More pipes yeah. on the show. That's what your vote is. Eight hours of pipes. All that's, right. That's and as, as the uh, you know in the eight foot bar in the basement, the, the the acoustics here would be wonderful if we could get about fourteen pipers and a couple of drummers in here. Just start having practice. Yeah, here. <laughs> it would yeah. really set. Yeah, you're talking. My wife would love that. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. All right, Stockyard Kilty Band, check out more details. And again, you can get the advanced tickets, uh, SYKB.com for Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band. And uh, Chris, Dave, thanks so much for coming on. We Thank appreciate you. it, Chris. Thanks. Have you been injured at work? Then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com.
It's Oktoberfest week here in Evergreen Park. The big Evergreen Park Oktoberfest is coming up here this Saturday, and we're going to tell you all about it right now. Brought to you by the fine folks over at Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to offer you an alternative. They have a full taster bar and great CBD products. They're right here in Evergreen Park. They've been here for years trying to help you. Stop in and see them at 3837 West 95th Street or visit coolcloudsvapor.com. The EP podcast will be out at Evergreen Park's Oktoberfest. It kicks off on October the 8th this Saturday at 2 p.m. and goes until 9 p.m. at Klein Park or Circle Park, depending on what you call it, and the community center. It's taking up a lot of area out there, and it needs to because there's a beer garden. Binnie's, Baracos, Tone Capone Taco Truck, a brat stand, hot dog stand, popcorn, all surrounding that beer garden. There's going to be a DJ, Sun Fallen Band. There's going to be a Stein Hoisting competition. Myself, Chris Lanuti from the EP Podcast, coming back and trying to find a new champion. And yes, we have many more Steins this year than we had last year. It is going to be a big, big competition. Bring your strongest Stein Hoisting arm out there on October the 8th. There's also going to be line dancing. There's going to be a live family music show. There's going to be pony rides and a petting zoo. Jumpies. They're doing touch-a-truck. Face painting. Evergreen Park is putting everything into this Oktoberfest this Saturday. The EP podcast will be out there. Come by our tent for a chance to win $250 large. That's right. I'm still trying to figure out some other things we can do in the tent. Like maybe we can get Sid sauce out there and do like some hot sauce tasting. That's Oktoberfesty, right? Remember, it's locally grown right here in the EP. They deliver to your door. It's the best hot sauce you've ever had. So many flavors. Check them all out at SidSauce.net. This was such a big event last year, and if we get really good weather this year, I think it'll be even bigger. Get out there again, 3450 West 97th Street, this Saturday, October the 8th. I cannot wait to see you at Oktoberfest 2022. Speaking of Oktoberfest, we stopped by Open Outcry this past weekend. Our good friend John Brand and the gang over there had their first ever Oktoberfest at the brewery at 109th and Western. I can think of no better way to finish off this episode with the party that was this past Saturday. Another stop on our Oktoberfest 2022 tour, and I'm finally here at Open Outcry. I got John Brand. I've talked to him so many times. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you? Thanks for coming. Uh, listen, uh, it's your first ever Oktoberfest. How was I going to miss this? First off, first time ever doing an Oktoberfest. You got a tent in the back. Uh, you got everybody walking around in the lederhosen. Uh, it's, it's an incredible scene right now. How did you feel as this got going? Like, is this everything you imagine it to be? If you open up a brewery, having an Oktoberfest every year is one of the pinnacles of that experience. So, yeah, this is, yeah, this has been great. It's, it's been good. fun. Yeah. 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 You're outside. You're. Well, you have to, if, you, if you're making, if you're making German style beers, you got to, you got to have an Oktoberfest in the fall to sell them and to share them with people. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Eric Padilla standing here. He is your brewer. Um, it's, it's a treat to sit here and talk with you, Eric. Uh, first off, prost and uh, wonderful Oktoberfest that you made. Thank you. I appreciate it. I do like making the German style beers, lagers in general, you know, those kinds of like clean, crisp beers that you can have multiple pints of. As a brewer, sometimes you don't always get to do that, but I appreciate the opportunity to showcase them today for for everyone. 
So what's the trick to a good Oktoberfest? Because I, I, I'm curious here. I have now gone to a couple of different festivals here on the south side. I've got a few more up here ahead. Uh, we've got Evergreen Park's Village Oktoberfest coming up here on Saturday. And everybody has their own take on it. What makes a good one? Because I've seen them at different ABVs. I've seen them with, with slightly different taste and variations. So what, what do you focus on when you're making an Oktoberfest beer? Well, it's pretty subjective, but like for, for me, my personal taste, I, I formulated this recipe. I, I prefer like a, the ABV on the lower end of the scale. So this is about 5.8. Uh, I know most of them are like over 6, 6.2 or 6.5 I've seen. Um, I just like to be a little bit more sessionable as possible, you know, since you're having multiple. The rest is just up to the yeast and getting some good malts. Uh, you know, use all German malts. I, I, I try to formulate the recipe so it's, you know, still malty and rich and it's got those, uh, you know, classic uh, Marzen style components to it, but it still ends up, you know, with a clean kind of finish that just has you want in another sip. It doesn't finish sweet or heavy. Uh, it's, it's not going to fatigue your palate. I think, uh, I think that's important. Just to have like a nice drinkable uh, Marsden style Oktoberfest. And you're a local guy, right? I mean, like I, the way I understand this, first you're up at Moore Brewing and you come down here, you take over as the head brewer at Open Outcry. I know John's super excited to have you here. Uh, you start rolling out your beers, right? I mean, you're, you're putting your, your whole like, like slate of beers together. But you're in where you grew up, right? You got family that's nearby. It must be kind of cool to be developing all these beers at a brewery where you grew up, where your family's at. Yeah, I mean, I still have family uh, in the south suburbs. Um, it, it's kind of nostalgic. You know, I went, I went to school at Morgan Park High School. I went to college at Illinois Tech in Bronzeville. So I spent a lot of time in the south side, you know, so yeah, it feels good to like be developing something in a community that, you know, kind of is underserved by, you know, craft beer, I would say. And, you know, just kind of building up that that base of, of craft beer drinkers in this area. When you drink these beers here now, the depth and the complexity of these things, brewed with technical expertise within the style and how dynamic they are. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone making better beer on the south side. And I'll put our beer up against anyone in the Chicagoland area. I'm just waiting for people to realize it. Realize that the beer we're making down here is just as good as anywhere in Chicago, in my opinion. And, and I've been doing your show now for three years. Three years. I've never said that before. Yeah. But that's how I feel. You're fired up. Yeah. You're, 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 he's festing. I think he's on He's on a roll. Does he ever get in there and try to brew? Because, I mean, he did start this. <laughs> he did start this because he w he wanted to be a brewer. I mean, I went where your garage or basement? What, what were you brewing? Base, my basement. He's yeah. brewing in his basement. Okay. Does he ever get in there every once in a while and try to act like he knows what he's doing? Every every once in a while I get lucky and he comes help me grain out. But, um, yeah, <laughs> he's a busy guy too, you know. Yeah. Like So we've, we've got our, our things we're, we're focusing on. But yeah, I mean, it's it, I, I could always appreciate help, sir. <laughs> the, uh, uh, anybody that one thing you learn as a small business owner is you hire the right people and you leave them alone to do their job. I try not to get, and I, I try not to get in Eric's way. I try not to get in the kitchen's way. I try not to get in Lindsay's way. Uh, I just want to be helpful where I can. So what do you do then? I just sit in the back and drink. <laughs> And drink beer and smoke cigars. It yeah. sounds to me like you've come up with an excuse to just let everybody else do it. It's, it's just a big, it's a big farce. Yeah. I'm not really doing anything. Yeah, it yeah. Like yeah. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we have coming up? I, I know the band's about to jump on. What is going to be on tap here? You want people to try out when they get into open outcry? 
uh, coming up, a new batch of Delirio. That's our hazy uh, IPA. Um, mosaic and citra, really nice and juicy. It's tasting as good as ever. Um, bringing back a couple of beers that I brewed before, our dry hop wit beer, Pacific. And uh, one of the original cold IPAs that I made when I first started called ID8. Um, Idaho 7, Citra, uh, Motueka, nice and uh, herbal, piney. It's a pretty good com- complexity to it. So going into the colder months, probably be doing some more of the darker beers, maybe uh, some dark lagers, some porters, some English styles probably. So, yeah. Awesome. I love the I love the dark beers in the in the winter. So I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to try those out. Eric Padilla is the brewer now over at Open Outcry, and John Brand just threw his first Oktoberfest. And uh, good job. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Prost. Prost to you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found And always at theeppodcast.com